Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rogers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Chance does it. He's Did the receivers get part of downfield? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game ender for the Packers. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Come. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Man, who does that better than Aaron Rodgers? Welcome to the Rodgers Hail Mary podcast. My mission statement is to bring you weekly bold predictions for the Packers, the NFL, and maybe once in a while even a little college football. I'm your host, Nathan Spooner, and I would like you to consider this thought. Bold predictions are kind of like Hail Marys. Sometimes you just have to throw them out there and pray they come to completion. The only difference is Aaron Rodgers' Hail Marys are definitely more accurate than my predictions. And boy, have we found that out this year. But let's get right into Bears Week. This is episode 13 for week 15 of the NFL season. And we're looking into Bears week now. And the Packers still have a slim chance of making the playoffs. And me personally would love to see that. I don't think if we make the playoffs or if we make any kind of playoff deep run that uh, Joe Philman will be able to win the head coaching job. I don't think that'll be the case at all. In fact, I think that'll make the... Packers head coaching job just a more attractive landing spot for another head coach to come here if we do something like that. Now if we win the Super Bowl somehow it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But if we ever did I'm sure maybe they would give Joe Philman the job but it's not going to happen so we don't have to worry about that. Also since we're talking about things that aren't going to happen Brett Favre like he said is not going to be the head coach of the Green Bay Packers so we can throw that pipe dream out the window. So let's go ahead and just look at what we think is going to happen in this Packers-Bears matchup in Chicago. I have Aaron Rodgers going for 250 plus yards of passing and three touchdowns. I think those three touchdowns are going to be key. Yes, I understand. I realize that uh, the Bears defense made golf and the Rams look awful, but I'm not too worried about it. This is a different game. This is a different matchup. These two teams know each other in and out. Okay, Aaron Rodgers knows this defense in and out. And I think that Joe Philman and Aaron Rodgers saw how they were able to dominate in that second half of week one. And they're going to go to that same formula for a quick passing game to be able to slow down and disrupt the Bears pass rush and Mac. So that's what I have Aaron Rodgers going for. I have Aaron Jones going for 80 yards 
and one rushing touchdown and getting a receiving touchdown. I would like to see him break 100 yards, but I don't think that the Packers will go to him enough times. And also just because the Bears defense is good enough to hold him under 100 yards. For Aaron Jones receiving touchdown, I would like to see that come off a screenplay. I think that the Packers could take full advantage of using the running back screenplay a little more often this week against the Bears pass rush. That'll slow them down and it'll help out a lot. So that's where I see him getting his receiving touchdown from. Devontae Adams, I have him getting 80 yards receiving and one touchdown. And then the Bear Killer, Randall Cobb. I have him going for 100 yards and one touchdown. Just always seems like it happens. He gets that one big play or a couple big plays to just tear out the heart of Bears fans and players. He is a beast when it comes to playing against the Bears, and we love him for it. Then going over onto the defense, I have Bashan Breland getting another interception this week. I think it's possible Trubisky could throw another pick, but uh, I'm not going to hold my breath on that or anything like that either. I'm just going to go with Breland on one pick. I'm going to go with Clay Matthews getting two sacks in this game. I think uh, the way they've been using him the last couple weeks and rotating him, cutting back his snap count, that uh, uh, he'll be fresh and energized, especially come the fourth quarter when it's critical for him to be able to get these sacks. So I think he gets one early and then one late to help uh, seal the game. I think also just because it's against the Bears, he'll be even more motivated to produce in this game. Alright, so that's what I think is going to happen in this game for the Packers. I think the Bears will be competitive and I think this is going to be a close game. But we'll get to that right here, right now when we do our pick six segment. Third and five, 13-yard line of Atlanta. Slot to the left side, slot to the right as well. Benny Clark back in the game. In motion, Mohamed Sanu to the left side. Stacks behind Julio Jones in the slot. Snap Ryan, looks right, throws right there side. There he goes! Accepted to the house, Bishop Freeland. Touchdown, Green Bay Packers. 19-yard interception return. So first, in our pick six segment, we're going to look at the Bills and Lions. And this game is in Buffalo, 12 Central Time start. Buffalo are two-point favorites, actually, in this. Uh, they're four and nine, the Bills are, and the Lions are five and eight. So just barely in last place in the NFC North, but I'm going to have the Bills taking this one. I'm going to take that two-point spread, and I'm going to take it and have the Bills beating the Lions. Then... The next game, Dolphins travel to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Also a noon start, uh, Minnesota, our Vikings are 7.5 point favorites. However, both teams playing for a playoff spot. The Dolphins are 7-6 and six and the Vikings are 6-6-1. Six, six I see this as a big trap game for the Vikings. They just got embarrassed last week against the Seahawks. And so I think they are a little demoralized and I just think that they come up, come out a little flat out of the gate and that gives the Dolphins a chance to take a little lead and I don't see Kirk Cousins being able to pull out of it. Then next we have our draft pick watch, which who knows what that's going to be. Obviously it's probably going to be anywhere from 28 to 
32 at this point. If you're interested in looking at draft position, I came across a good website that tracks uh, weekly, every week, updates the uh, draft position for every team, and it's called tankathon.com. Let me just make sure that real quick that I got that right. Yes, tankathon.com, and then just go to the NFL side of things, and it uh, is pretty good. And it will at first just show you the first round, but then if you go over and click on full order near the top there, it'll, it'll give you all rounds, and then show you it includes already automatically all the draft uh trades that have happened draft pick trades um it'll do has a mock draft it's a pretty good site so feel free to go ahead and check that out free advertisement for them anyways back to uh this the saints and the panthers uh the saints travel to carolina for their nfc south matchup saints 11 and 2 panthers 6 and 7 this is another one we needed by the way we need the vikings to lose two games so that's why we need them to lose to the Dolphins. We need the Panthers to lose a game. And I definitely have them losing to the Saints here in this game. At home. It's a Monday night game. Saints are six point favorites. And this is the one that the Panthers lose. I think they could lose maybe another one. But this is the one that seals the deal for them. Putting the Packers out in front of them. And so I have the Saints beating the Panthers. Then another team we need to lose. The Eagles. And that's the Sunday night game. Eagles travel to Los Angeles to play the Rams. On Sunday night football, Eagles 6-7, and seven, Rams 11-2. Rams are 11.5 point favorites in this one. And now they are without Carson Wentz. I don't see Foles magic happening. At least not this week. Definitely not for the year. They're not, they're not making any Super Bowl pushes, that's for sure. And they're without too many key players on offense, especially. So I have the Rams easily beating the Eagles in this one, especially since they are going to be ticked off after what the Bears did to them last week. They're going to come out and just pummel the Eagles. And so that's going to give that other loss to a team that the Packers need to lose. Then the last one that the Packers need to lose one game are the Redskins. And that's a noon start on Sunday, Central Time. And the Redskins travel to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. And the Jaguars have been officially eliminated from the playoffs. But according to the line, they're 7.5 point favorites. And I'm going to take that, actually. And not just because we need the Redskins to lose, but because their quarterback situation is a mess right now. They can't get the ball going again anymore with Adrian Peterson. They just have all sorts of issues on the offense. And I don't see the Jaguars secondary giving up any chunk plays to Jameson Crowder or anybody else. So I have the Jaguars winning that one. So that puts the Packers in great position in the playoff picture. If all three of those teams lose this week, the Panthers, Eagles, and Redskins. All the Packers would have to do is win and they will be 6-7-1 and one, and those three teams will all be six and eight. So Packers will have fewer losses than all of them, putting them up over those teams in the playoff picture. And then all they would need to do have happen after the Vikings lose to the Dolphins is have the Vikings lose to either the Lions or the Bears. And if the Vikings lose against the Dolphins, I can see it happening where 
the Vikings could lose to both the Lions and the Dolphins at that point. Excuse me, the Lions and the Bears at that point. So, I think that if the Packers beat the Bears, which I have them doing. Here we go. Final score. Let's just go ahead and do that. Packers. I have the Packers over the Bears 31-30. to I think that uh, the Bears are going to put up some points against our defense. But Aaron Rodgers, three touchdowns, 21. Aaron Jones gets a rushing. That's 28. And Mace Crosby tacks on a game-winning field goal. Or he tacks on a field goal early. And maybe Cop gets the game-winning touchdown when we're down 24-30. That would be epic. But with the Bears losing to the Packers, the Packers beating the Bears, that puts the Packers at 6-7-1. and And the Vikings at 6-7-1. and if they lose to the Dolphins. Then the Packers just have to go beat the Jets. And then the Packers just have to beat the Lions. I don't see how it's not possible. It's very possible. It is very possible guys. So. Well I may have just got your hopes up. Maybe they already were up. Let's just wait and see what Aaron Rodgers can do this Sunday against this Bears team. And if we get past the Bears. This is the hardest one. Get past the Bears. And then we can cruise through the Jets and the Lions. I shouldn't say cruise through. It is the NFL. I know. Any given Sunday. But it's a lot easier after we beat the Bears. And also the morale, the momentum is going to be sky high. Some interesting notes here for the Packers and Bears history matchup over the last 10 years. The Packers are 18-4 against the Bears and 9-2 in Chicago. That's over the last 10 years. I posted this on my Twitter feed. But it also, one of the Bears wins came in 2013. When on, after the set, on the seventh play of the drive, Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone. And Seneca Wallace had to finish the game. And the Bears won that game. So you could put an asterisk next to that one. And the Packers had last year beat the Bears twice with Brett Hundley I know it's a different year this defense is different for the Bears they have Cleo Mack Mr. Bisky's playing better than he was last year but our team is different as well and so there's some interesting nuggets there Packers 18-4 over the last 10 years 9-2 in Chicago and by the way that one loss where Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone against the Bears that was in Green Bay so yeah 18-4 and against the Bears over the last 10 years and 9-2 and two in Chicago. So we own the Bears over these last 10 years. So that is our pick six segment. Snap to Haney, throws it over the middle. And going to cover too much here in the coming weeks on what's going to happen with the Packers coaching job. Let's just wait for their season to play out and then we'll start talking about it more. Maybe if some big news comes up, maybe we'll talk about that. But uh, real quickly, I will say that I think Filippo is out of the running for the job after getting fired by the Vikings. I could be wrong. I'm not the smartest guy on this subject, so Hey, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but 
I'm not impressed with him. I don't really want him. I'm still a Josh McDaniels guy. And uh, if you want to hear my reasoning on that, just go back and listen to previous podcasts and catch that. But uh, I'll just leave it at that. Follow the podcast on Twitter at 12 Hail Mary. You can catch this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Please go ahead and give us some reviews and tell your friends about the Rogers Hail Mary podcast. You can also contact the podcast with any questions or predictions of your own at 920-770-2117. And uh, we'll be happy to take your text message or voicemail on there. And uh, looking forward to hearing from you guys after the Packers beat the Bears. So, big week. Go, Pack, go. He fumbles. He fumbles. It's Green Bay football. The game.